Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right. Welcome back to the show, all you Gen Extra fans. And if you're see that's that's a good one. Oh yeah, yes, yes. The oh goddamn. Whoops. (laughs) If you're uh, if you're new to the show, uh, thanks for checking us out. Hopefully, you continue to listen every Monday. You know, and and sometimes on Monday we'll even remember to post the show on our Facebook. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) I'm horrible. But everyone. But here's the thing: we we are consistent. We are consistent. With what? Oh, putting out shows. Yeah. So you you. I mean, if if you're a longtime listener, you just know to to pick up your favorite podcast app on Monday and just listen to the show. You say podcast app? Pod-, pa- pod podcast app? No, <laughs> pod. You're right. I think I might have. I think podcast <laughs> app. Yeah. Podcast app. We are consistent. I will say that. Yeah, we definitely. Yep. Uh, we we make the effort every week to pump out a show, which isn't. I mean, if it was a if it was a pain or annoying, that would suck. But I look forward to it every single week. And I'm glad we have our listeners who also look forward to hearing us talk about whatever we feel like. So thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do have a little list here for the show today. We are doing uh, What's the Point? Two stories, actually. Um, we haven't done one in quite a while. We haven't. We got. We kind of got away from it. And there was there's actually a bunch that I've been wanting to do. And I was glad we're doing this today because the one that I have today is a What's the Point? I've been holding on to for, for a while now. Mine came, I don't normally have, like, for some reason, like, like if these sort of things happen in my life, I just don't make, like, mental note of it or, you know, anything. Like, I so know. This particular it, one came up, and I was talking to you about it, and you're like, that'd be a perfect, what's the point? I'm like, it would yep. be. Well, there you go. Yep. So, yeah, we'll be doing that soon. Uh, you you started watching a show, which we'll get into. I did. And Joe, in this segment called Joe Watches a Show. Joe, yes. <laughs> Terrible name for a segment. I have a couple of media recommendations to go along with that. Yep. Uh, so a couple of shows that uh, we started watching. One I started watching with my wife. The other one I started watching on my own. And uh, also going to make note on we're going on a cruise in like mid-January. And I bought something to take on the cruise with me. And I'm going to talk to about it. To be clear, you are going on a cruise. Right. Yes. Yeah, not me and you. <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that that would be that bad. I'm just saying <laughs> That would be kind of funny, actually. Dave and Joe go on a cruise together. Right. Just me and you. <laughs> yeah. Super, uh, super best friends go on a cruise. Yeah. And we have uh, some weird news to end the show with. Yep. All right. So, yeah, let's get to the uh, let's get to the what's the point. This I hope what? this doesn't get too long-winded for me because it kind of falls right in the wheelhouse sure. of my passion. This is, this is personal. This is personal to you. It is personal. So being in the, uh, in the photography business, which I have been in for 11 years mm-hmm. professionally, and I, I mean, every, every photographer will start out in a similar fashion, uh, you know, get a camera and you start to kind of learn how to use it. And then all of a sudden somebody, you know, you know, it's like, Hey, like take, take some pictures of my family or whatever. And you start out really inexpensive because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know, you have no worth yet. And that's fine. That's where we all start. And, and as the, as you grow in your skill set, 
uh, in, in your business, so does your price. Like that's because that's kind of the ultimate goal. Is, right, is right. to be able to make a living at it. And there's a lot of factors that come into play. This this part of the this will end soon. I'm just sort of setting the stage for what oh, I'm going to complain sure. about. Oh, for sure. I mean, right. I mean, it's you're just setting up the stage. Like most, even in a traditional business structure, you know, as you, as the quality of your product goes up, right? Or mm -hmm. or as you need, you know, as as you have proven yourself or proven your quote unquote product, prices generally tend to rise. Yeah. And again, that's that's what you want. You can't just come out of the gate swinging and, you know, charging what, you know, an established photographer in your area has has gotten to over the course right. of like, you know, eight, 10 years or whatever, uh, when you're new, because, you know, because you're not there yet skill wise. Right, right, right. And, you know, you need, need to get some shoots under your belt and learn how to edit and, uh, you know, kind of hone your style. But anyway, uh, I, I could I could make a 50 minute episode about about I that. I bet you could. So where the problem is, the, the what's the point for me for this week is I saw a, uh, a local photographer who I absolutely will not name. Right, right. Their, their motive for starting their quote-unquote business is not what I believe is a, is a healthy motive or, okay. or a good motive for longevity in the business. Uh-oh. They want to offer cheap photo shoots because because photographers in their opinion cost too much so this so, is the, this is actually their business line yeah this is so their business line is photography costs too much so mine's less yes which i mean i get that 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 happens all over the, the world you know there's sure. always like the cheaper options the great value versions of things and right 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 but it's so drastically different oh. that it was alarming to me so this wasn't like this wasn't something that was oh they're ten or fifteen or twenty dollars cheaper. It's it's drastically cheaper. Yes, like I don't know how often you look into you know photographers, uh, but I mean for like a simple like a simple like one hour shoot to go out and like what would you expect you'd probably pay like somewhere in the neighborhood? I know it's probably putting you on the spot here. This is okay. So this. Is, um, I, I'm going to throw a number out there and I've been pretty bad at this lately. So, but you're like a one hour shoot for a photographer. Yeah. Like, Hey, like I want to get some family pictures taken and you hire a photographer. How much do you think you're probably going to And they pay? have to hang out with you for an hour and take um, pictures of your family. Yeah. So what, what do you uh, think? What do you think it's going to be? Uh, uh, 120. Okay. I mean, that's, that's not bad. It's a little on the low end really. Okay. Uh, but most, most photographers are going to be, you know, 150, 200, 250, you know, 300 bucks. There's a lot that goes into it. Well, you have to understand when I was pricing that out, I was giving, I was considering the fact that they were going to be hanging out with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, so that, that just devalues it right there. Yeah. That, or no, it, it, it upvalues it. So I have to pay them less. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh, I got you. <laughs> Other things are going to be like a burden for them to be with you. Now, yeah, to be clear, too, no, you know, my 120 was, was really a shot in the dark. If you were taking photos for me, and I didn't know you, and you were like, "Hey, that's one fifty or two hundred for you and your family for the hour, hour and a half, or whatever." I would pay you the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that, that's just that's sort of what that's what the industry sort of is. That's where it's kind of at, and that depends on your area. Dude, there's some places, man. It's like five hundred thousand dollars for for like. A oh, family. I can, I can only imagine it goes up. Yeah, like I said, just where you're at really depends on that. But so, I mean, just to sort of just, I'm going to give the real quick, you know, like sort of what it entails. You know, so even just to just to do this for a living, I mean, you have to 
buy your own equipment. You have to learn how to use it. The equipment is not cheap. I mean, one camera body, professional camera body, it's almost, it's not. almost $3,000. Like, you've taken me through your equipment before. I know it's not cheap. Yeah, that doesn't even include a lens yet. <laughs> and uh, I mean, of course, you can do it on the cheap, too. You can have less expensive equipment, but your results aren't, you know, generally as nice. Uh, Show up with, like, just an iPhone. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people do that. But anyway, so then you got to drive to your shoot. You got to, you know, do the shoot. You have to have a website where people can find you. Uh, you know, drive back, edit, deliver, like everything, pay taxes on it. There's, dude, I could just go into so much more about that. I, I believe it. That's just the, the basics. That's not even wedding photography. I mean, you know, yeah, wedding that's, photo, just, you, you that's get, just like, that's a basic like family group photos, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, because pretty much whatever you have, uh, you need to pretty much double it for a wedding because you can't just show up with one camera. <laughs> Like, oh, God, my it's camera stopped working. True, yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, what bring yeah, I didn't bring another one. Does anyone uh, have a phone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so the photographer that I that I saw on Facebook, again, their their motives were cheap photos. How cheap, you ask? Yeah, how cheap, I ask. $20 for a three-hour session. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm I, like, What? It was like $15 for a one-hour shoot. Like, when you first said $20, I thought it was going to be like, they were coming in, and not not that this makes it any better, but I thought you were going to be like $20 for an hour, and I would be like, that's still, that still seems like a severe undercut, but 20 for three? Yeah, 20 for three. 15 bucks for an hour. I mean, 20 for three is insanely worse, but uh, still, though, let's just say on, on the uh, three-hour shoot for $20, but to go out on a shoot for $15, like you're barely going to break even on the gasoline it probably took you to get there. So that's what it is. That, I'm sorry. I, I think I lost that there. It's $15, for, $15 for an hour. Yeah. Like that is I mean, not a good business model. I mean, yeah, 30, 30 for two. That is, I mean, I, I'm not saying they shouldn't use the market as the market is, right? That's kind of how the market works. Like you got you either come in or under or over or whatever. But But how does that even work? Yeah, I mean, every shoot that I go on, I will have roughly... From the time it starts, as far as the communication goes, you know, the back and forth, the scheduling, you know, driving there, shooting, driving back home, editing, delivering, you know, anywhere from like six to seven hours, probably all together for a shoot. So you have to kind of figure out where you need to be, what the market warrants and, you know, kind of go from there. But because eventually your stuff wears out too. Like I have to, I have to right, be right. prepared at times to buy a new camera body because I've worn it out. Right, right, right. Makes sense. Uh, I just don't. I don't see the math here. No, the math is terrible. It's. It's. You might as well just turn into a nonprofit organization, at that point. That, yeah, you <laughs> charity photos. I mean, there, there'd be nothing. To be clear, there'd be nothing wrong with that at no, all. Not at all. But just do it as a charity. Yeah. Like, instead of fifty. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how they can even pay for gas and equipment at that rate. No, you never could. So that's my. What's the point? What is the point? Of, of starting a business, wasting your time, essentially. But again, maybe they may not see it as a waste of time. Maybe it's just a fun little hobby they're doing and making enough money to pay for their gas for doing it. I, I guess. But, but what I really liked about that one was that it, I mean, it wasn't just, oh, this person is 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 cheaper than us. It was literally, what's the point? Yeah, because it's so cheap. Like I said, I get it yeah. when people start out and they're like, oh, like, well, I'll, you know, take your senior pictures for like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Right. I get that. But that's because you're starting out. Yeah. Like, like their their intention is to eventually charge more money and make a living at it. Right. 
Right. The margins at like 40, 50 bucks are probably right at the zero mark or, or, or a, bit, a little above the zero mark. But at $15 for an hour, I don't see how you make it work. I just don't. No, you have valued yourself. It, it, you, you have no value. No value. It's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. I will, I will give you that. That is definitely a weird, what's the point pricing scheme. I don't get it. Uh, why, why don't other, why don't other people do this? Like, I'm sure that there's other professions out there that see similar things happening like that. Like I, I, I automatically go to like, you know, like my industry. So if like a wedding DJ, uh, kind of hits the market, buys himself some equipment and some speakers and he starts, he starts, uh, put himself out there to be hired. And he's like, Hey, I'll DJ your wedding for, for uh, $15. Like it, yeah, th- it throws a big, like confusion into the industry. Like why, why is this person so cheap? A lot of people just will absolutely never hire somebody that cheap because, because their red Wait, flags well, go up. Right. That's the right. That, that is a red flag almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if somebody had a car on a lot and they're like, Hey, this car is, uh, uh, you know, a hundred and, Yeah. I mean, it it looks like a great deal, but you're looking at it like, like what is wrong with this thing? (laughs) Right. It's $118. Like, but, but a very similar looking car besides like $20,000. Yeah. I think there's going to be a difference. There's something, something is wrong with this. Like that's where your mind just automatically goes. Uh, so yeah, I don't want to spend all episode talking about this, but that's my, what's the point. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, let's move on. What's yours, Joe? What'd you find? All right, what's what's the point number two today? And mm-hmm. I tell you what, this has been something that's that has irked me for the last twenty years. Oh, we're finally going to air it right here on on the Gen Extra podcast. So, Joe drive past a Starbucks, and yeah. you can see the line in the drive-through wrapped around the Starbucks. Oh yeah, and into the adjacent parking lot. You oh, ever yeah. see that? Yeah, I've seen it to where like cars are like almost sticking out into like the highway. Yeah, like trying like, to get cars in. are like, yeah, they're like stacked on top of each other, right? Yeah. It's it's weird. Where I'm going with this is like, okay, I could see if you're in the Starbucks. Like, let's suppose you just really need your Starbucks coffee at the moment, right? And you're person number four or five in line, and you're looking at like a call it a, you know a three to five minute wait. Oh, maybe I see. Five I see where you're going wait, with this. Right? <laughs> yeah. If it gets to the point where there is, let's say, 15 to 18 cars in front of you. Right, why would you actually get in line? <laughs> what is the point of getting in that line? How bad do you want that coffee? Like just You're cuz yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What is, what is the I mean, I get what the point is to get your coffee, but but is it worth it to sit in that line for what could be like like 15 or 20 minutes maybe? Because they're not that, known for a speedy delivery no, Starbucks. No, no. That is 20 minutes of your life ticking away so you can get some dirty water. Yeah, just like swing through a Dunkin' or a Sheets or something. Like, it's going to be fine. I just don't get it. Yeah, I think people put a little bit too much hype and, like, praise into Starbucks coffee. It's good. It's fine. Right. I like it, too. But I would never sit in a 20 20- pile 20 car 15 to 20 car line like that no no i'm definitely one of those people if i see you know if i'm like oh like i might swing through and grab a taco or a burger or something yeah kind of hungry you know i'm on the road if i see like five or six cars in the drive-thru no i'm not going in i'm like i'll I'll eat later and what's what's crazy about this whole thing is this wasn't even like a leftover from the pandemic like well before 2020 
I would can I would drive past the the Starbucks here where I live, and the line would be wrapped around the building. And and my wife and I would always look at it and go, if you're like the twentieth person in that line, like at some point your brain has to say to you, like, uh, this doesn't look like a good idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A is like that too. Did you mention Chick Fil A? I I have we have a Chick Fil A up here now, and here's the weird part about Chick Fil A for me in, in the same vein. I don't know if I'm just the world's luckiest person going to Chick Fil A. Do you always get like super fast? Like yeah, right in? there's never any cars in the line when I go there. No, I think when we go there is like it's like prime like lunchtime or something because it's always it must busy. be. But I will say in yeah. in their defense, they have they have a better system in place to get you they through do. the lines much faster. I mean, they're literally out there with iPads and mm -hmm. like taking your order, taking your payment like right there. And then you drive up and you're already done. You don't like, they just keep you moving, keep you moving. It's awesome. They're out there with like these like umbrella hats and stuff and in the rain. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're committed, man. Yeah. Good for them. Starbucks. Uh, yeah. You need to fix yours. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me to get into a line like that. But it's kind of funny. I want to do want to mention something about Chick Chick-fil-A. The mm -hmm. first time I went to the Chick-fil-A here in Erie, because believe it or not, I have I was I am not and I'm still not technically. Like I just went there to grab a lunch one day. I had no idea how their system worked. So I pull up into what I think is a traditional drive-through. And the next thing I know, I'm like poking around at my phone. There's someone standing next to my window. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who are you? Right, because I thought I was gonna pull up to like a speaker or something, and I put that in the window, and I'm like, like hello, <laughs> yes, may I help you? Right, they're like, yeah, we we take your order, and at that time, at that very moment, I thought, oh, well, the speaker must be broken, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that your first time through there? You said, yeah, yeah. I know. I had no clue how it worked, so I was just like, yeah, I'll take the the regular the regular you know number one or whatever it is. They're like, okay, that's great, and then I get to the end of the line. And it was like 12 seconds later and they're handing, handing me my food. And I'm like, oh yeah, they, they have I, like these like troughs. That like they, they bring all the orders out and they're already sitting there ready to go. Yeah. And I'm like, did I just go through some kind of time portal or something? Yeah. I remember like, my what? first time through Chick-fil-A. We may have talked about this before on another show too. I, we might have. So apologies if this is a repeat. Yeah. I, my wife was very alarmed at the fact that I'd never been through a Chick-fil-A. Just never, you know, I never went through one. Yeah. Right. Me neither. And, you know, it's probably like my mid thirties and I, uh, went through and I'm like, oh my, I'm like, okay. She's like, oh, they have the best of this, the best of that. And I ordered, uh, I ordered chicken strips. I'm a big, big fan. And they were probably the worst chicken strips I ever had ever. Oh yeah. We, I think we did do this. Yeah. yeah. You weren't, a, you weren't a fan. No, and I actually didn't, I didn't want to go back for quite some time because I was, I was just so disappointed in their chicken strips. Yeah. Like, how do you mess that up? That's what you guys do. Yeah. Chicken strips. Come on. And I eventually did go back and got one of their chicken sandwiches, and it was good. So I I am a fan now, but uh, yeah, let's let's keep moving on, Joe. We have a yep. we have a yep. pile of things to talk about before we get too sidetracked about chicken. Uh, so real quick, it's worth mentioning, Joe, that you are currently watching House of the Dragon. Yeah. So this is like a so if if you tuned in, I think it was two sh two shows ago. I think yeah, two something like that. A couple of shows ago, last show. Uh, you talked about your I'll I'll call it your general disappointment mm -hmm. with the Game of Thrones prequel. Yes. Which is House of the Dragon, and I thought it would be interesting today. Like we're just so folks listening to this. No, we're not we're not going to beat the crap out of House 
you know, uh, Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon or anything. This will probably be the next to last time I ever bring it up because I think I have to get to the season to make a final decision. But I know nothing about Game of Thrones. So I thought it would be interesting for somebody who knows absolutely nothing about Game of Thrones. I didn't watch the original series. I don't know the characters. I don't even know the memes. I know nothing about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, and, and the follow up. You don't have to know, but by you not knowing, uh, you don't have you don't have like certain goggles on, like like right, I right. do, like a, a, these already like set expectations on on kind of what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like exactly. what, you're one episode in, right? I am literally, and I think I'm going to watch another one today. But I am one episode into House of the Dragon, and the reason why I chose to start with house of the dragon and not original game of thrones is because since i'm coming into this so late like everyone else has watched game of thrones right everyone else knows the characters or what happens or even the world of game of thrones i thought well i'm just going to watch it in order i'm going to watch it from the beginning until the end so i'm one episode in and my general take on that first episode was i liked it mm -hmm. it was I mean, I was like, it was shockingly, 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 right? Yeah, shockingly. Yeah. I don't even shockingly. know what that word. I can't. Yeah, shockingly, shockingly violent. Violent. Yes, okay. Yeah. It was shockingly violent. Like, I was, there were a couple times, because like, I don't mind violent movies or television. That doesn't bother me. But there were just some aspects of House of the Dragon, and I'm assuming by that, I'm assuming the, the follow-up Game of Thrones, which are just like, are just as gruesome. I was like, this is brutal. Yeah, you wait till Game of Thrones. It is is definitely, I mean, it's still brutal in a lot of regards, but do the the character development in in characters in Game of Thrones is just so much better. Better, huh? Oh, the story is just so good, dude. If you make it through House of Dragon, you're like, I liked it. You're in for a shock. And how okay. much better Game okay. of Thrones is going to be. Okay. So here's what we're going to do then. Because a couple episodes ago, Dave said, eh, you know. Yeah, meh. A little disappointed with House of Dragon. I'm going to get through this season of House of Dragon probably in a couple weeks. We'll probably, you know, we'll probably talk about this again in a couple weeks. I'm going to compare my opinion, my ultimate opinion on House of Dragon as someone who doesn't come from a Game of Thrones background to Dave's opinion on House of Dragon. And we'll kind of see where we land. I think, I think this will be an interesting experiment. Yeah, me too. They already had their season finale, which we are not even. I think we're like four episodes behind. So oh, I, yeah. you didn't even get to it. No, we gotta get caught up. Okay. We've been watching other so stuff. Be, so this will be interesting because I'm gonna be able to take in everything. Like I don't have to wait for another episode. I can just power right through it, and I can give you my thoughts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just keep going. But on that note, Joe. Yes. Like I said, we've been watching other stuff, and a couple of the shows are these are my media recommendations for the uh, for the week. Uh, this one's on Hulu. Okay. It has Steve Carell, and it's called The Patient. I it, think I saw a preview for this. Yeah, we saw it on there uh, not not too long ago, and we're like, I wonder what that is. And we checked it out, and uh, we're like five or six episodes in already. And, and they're easy watches, like 22 minutes long or something like that. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming by the way it's shot and the way we're watching it, I think it's on like a network somewhere uh, because you can tell where there was like a put-in like commercial. Oh, and that probably explains why the weird typical television runtime of like 22 minutes. Yeah. So I don't know what network it's actually on, but you can find it on Hulu. Uh, but it's it, it's so good. You'll find out in the first two minutes of the show, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, Steve Carell 
is a uh, is a therapist. Okay. And one of his patients takes him. Oh, okay, okay. I yes. did see a preview for this. It did look inter- I admit it looked interesting. Oh, it's so generally good. not up my alley, but I admit that it looked interesting. I love it too because there these these kind of shows uh where it's really like there's not there's not of tons and tons of characters to have to develop. It's really like just a handful and it mainly focuses around the two of them. Uh so it, it's really intimate. It's a, it's a really good show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely recommend it. I don't know how it ends, so hopefully it's not a bad recommendation. Though <laughs> so, you know, most people are like, oh, the ending was terrible. You know, I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. we'll find out. It it ends up it's all a dream. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates that, right? I know. There's not a person on the planet who likes the fact when a show or something comes to an end, it was all a dream. Was that happening like Lost or something like that? I never saw that show. I, I believe. I believe it was very similar to that. Yeah. It was, There's it been other movies too like that. It was a massive excuse. It was because the, what I remember from Lost, and we'll, we'll get off of this, what I remember from, I didn't watch Lost, but I remember reading the synopsis of it. And even reading the synopsis and then getting to the ending of how it concluded, I was like, wow, that synopsis was really good all the way up until the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess they, they had to like, because they had to explain away this smoke monster thing. And then, then there were like so many, I, I don't even know what that is. But I remember hearing about it. There were so many theories around it because it didn't make sense. So people had to theorize what it meant. Yep. I have no idea. I, I don't even nope. know if I'm ever going to watch that show. I feel like I'm so late to the party on that one. Oh, it's too late, dude. It's way too late. Yeah, that I'm just not even going to enjoy it. Nope. I, that's, why I read, that's why I read the synopsis one day because I knew I was never going to watch it. Mm. And I got right to like the conclusion. I was like, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my other media recommendation is on Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, it's called The Peripheral. Mm, no idea. You'll have to fill me in on this one. Peripheral? Peripheral? How do you say that? Per- peripheral. 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 Okay. Yeah. T- t- today's, today's, today's word challenge day. <laughs> yeah. Pronounce peripheral. Uh, yeah, so it has, uh, has Chloe Grace Moretz, I think is her name. Uh, she was in like the kick-ass movies. Yeah, um, she's done other stuff too. She's actually really good. I I enjoy her as an actor. It is it's like you will really like this. The third episode just came out today, so still like it's still active series. Like it's okay, it's, uh, still currently running as far as like episodes coming out, and it's based around video game stuff, Joe. And like, oh well, I, well and I'm like, gonna go upstairs and check it out. Like VR stuff like that. Okay, okay. Uh, it's it's based uh, a little bit in the future. It's not like. You know, it's not like 22, you know, 42. Like, it's like 10 years in the future. Okay. So the technology's gotten like a little bit more advanced in, in that in that stuff. And it, But the show is so cool because there's this new technology that's come out and they're like testing it for somebody. And that's where the show really starts taking the twist in this, like in their VR world. Mm-hmm. You have, but it's not, it doesn't look like a video game. So don't get alarmed. Uh, like their VR, the, the VR world is like very real. It's, it's it's extremely real, extremely immersive, right? Like it basically looks and feels like real life, right? Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So definite recommendation. Again, still currently running, so I have no idea how the show ends. Uh, but so far, the first two episodes I've seen were really good. Definitely got uh, got me hooked. I'm looking. I'm just you. You you have piqued my interest, mm-hmm. to be honest. So I went to look it up myself. Uh, you know, on on the computer here, and yeah. Uh, it definitely, 
it definitely looks like something I would be interested in. So I'm going to put it on the list, uh, but I'll want to hear more uh, when you're done with it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you the, the update when we're all finished. All right. Uh, all right, what do we got next on the list here? We have, um, oh, the cruise. I'm going on a cruise. The, the Dave Cruise. Yes. Uh, yeah, wife and I are going with some friends. And, yeah, we got invited uh, by a couple friends to go along with them. And we're going. And it's my first cruise, so it should be very fun, exciting. Hopefully I don't get sick. But the reason I bring it up is yeah. because I have I have a general, like, I think I risk, risk analyze, risk analysis, whatever they call it. Uh, I think of things in my mind mm -hmm. of potential problems that could occur. What are the chances of this happening? Right. I think right, that would have right. been a fantastic risk analysis. Is that the right word? You're right, right, right. Like uh, analyst, analyst. Uh, yeah. So you're taking a look at uh, whatever it is, a situation or an environment. And you're saying, okay, what if this happens? You know, roof caves in. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll walk up on a situation. I'll be like, oh, like that right there is a problem. That right, yep. like that particular board sitting there is going to be an issue. Like I can just see it. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I'm like, I'm analyzing possible problems I might have on this cruise. And the biggest concern of mine, aside from getting seasick, uh, which, you know, you can take some, you know, motion sickness medicine. Right. Uh, is falling off the boat. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's a legitimate risk. I don't believe I'll fall off, but it does happen. So yeah. I was curious of how many people fall off of cruise ships every year. Okay. Okay. So what, what I started what was looking it? up the stats, but just for, uh, just for the numbers, I was, I also looked up how many people go on cruise ships every year. So, the average is around 4.8 million human beings like worldwide go on cruises every single year. Okay, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. The average amount of people that fall off of cruise ships is 25. That's actually, I mean, honestly, that's even lower than I expected. So 25 out of, did you say 4.8 million? Yeah. The average amount of people that go missing is 250. Oh, well, there's something else going on there. I think that has something. I was talking to, to Breeze about this, and he was speculating that, like, maybe that's, like, uh, you go to port somewhere, and maybe, maybe you know, every so often somebody gets lost or stolen or whatever. Uh, so that that's a possible threat, too. Yeah, really, really, like, that. that that's, like, like, that's some, like, nerve-wracking stuff right there, right? Yeah, that's, some, like, Liam Neeson taken kind of stuff going yeah, on there. Yeah, I mean, but the, even that number... Even that number, you said two hundred, right? Two hundred fifty, yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm the stealable type. I would say no. I'd like to see the demographic of people that are stolen. Uh, you're right. There might there might be something to that. Maybe. Yeah, I think there's probably like maybe it's a particular. You know, I mean, it could be more women than than men. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, I don't know. Just guessing, but uh, focusing on the people that fall in the water. Yeah. So my other question was. Uh, how, what are your chances of surviving if you go overboard? So I looked that up. And the chances of you surviving if you go overboard are between 10 and 15%. Survival. I, that, seem, that, that seems about right to me because if you hit, there's a lot of different ways to hit the water fr from that high up that'll just kill you. Yeah, but. And 
other things in other the water. things yeah i mean there, there's so many problems that could occur even just on the way down you could peg something but yep uh if you fall in and live like the chances especially in like if you're in like cold water i mean you only got hours until right. you're going hypothermic and you're done did they does someone notice you right did anyone even see you yeah that's, right that's the problem is like so if you if you do happen to be for some reason like you know no one's paying attention to you and you fall off how do you signal the ship so i bought a whistle joe <laughs> i bought oh, a, is this like a like a like a like a referee whistle uh kind of yeah like it's just it's a pocket whistle it's not very big but it's really loud okay okay uh so i thought okay if for some reason i go overboard mm -hmm. at least i can make some noise like, yes I, I i have a chance of someone hearing me like, I, yeah 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 like if you're on the boat and you hear a whistle off in the distance you're probably gonna look it just seems like because especially if it's dark like what if it's dark out that's even worse like you yeah, go, that is worse. You go in the water, they're having a really hard time finding you. Uh, if they can't, like if you're trying to yell, I mean, sure, you could hear it, but but there's going to be the ruckus from the boat making noise. Even if they shut it down, there's just going to be the, the murmur of people, you know, talking. And uh, so you could get kind of lost in the in the noise. But a whistle, Joe, that could a make a difference. It could, it could make a difference because, right, it, it's going to be, I mean, just logistically, a whistle is going to, is going to carry better than than you going, hey, right, hey, you know, help me down here, you know. So I I, I could see that being a decent precautionary measure. Did did you did you find any advice online to do this, or is this something that you just said? This is what I'm going to do. No, I came up with it. Uh, okay, it, it worked for Rose in the Titanic, so I thought that was, uh, was good yes, enough. Yes, yes, good enough right. for me because, I, well, I mean. I guess if we're going to get survival techniques from anywhere, it might as well be Titanic. Yeah. James Cameron's not, not a dumb man. That's right. He said, carry your whistle. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want you to have to test this. Oh, me neither. No, I, I told my wife, I said, listen, I said, if you hear a whistle blowing somewhere, I said, it's probably not a lifeguard. It's probably me in the ocean. So come looking. So that, that, I said, that's your, that's your signal. There you go. So find me. Well, I just now see now you have me think now you have me thinking about all these different factors about what would occur if, you know, you do fall off and where you hit the water and how you hit the water and at what like, man, there's just so much. It's just not like a simple like splashdown and you're like, hey, I'm down here. The boat could be trucking along. You could end up over the engines. You could end up on the side. You could you could land in front of the boat. I mean, it's just. There, it just the variability here is is almost endless. Yeah, let's just hope I don't fall off. That's my yeah. Like, how about how about right? As I say, how about you just avoid falling off? Let's steer clear of the uh, of the railings and the banisters. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see you back here. Yes, I'll, I'll definitely be back. I think, like I said, the, the the percentage, the chance of me going over are really really slim. I ran the numbers actually. Well while we were talking mm -hmm. the, the it's infinitesimally small it's 5.2 times 10 to the negative six um in terms of percentage what does that even mean i, mean, that, I don't even understand that it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that small less, less yes. than a percent it's it's grossly lower than one percent yeah i mean well one percent of 4.8 million would be like four hundred eighty thousand, wouldn't it or that'd be 10 or 480 or, 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 or 48 thousand 
Yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. I yes, forty eight thousand. I believe. Oh, so yeah, you're um, like, you're like uh, like point zero 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 six, zero. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> like you it's, have, it's so low. You have to move the decimal place six, six times. Six yeah. times to the left, if you remember your your uh, if your negative ten notation. Um. So yeah, I I think you're gonna be good, but I'm glad you're taking your whistle. Thank you. I mean, I may need it for hey, something where, else. Who knows? Where are you keeping it, by the way? Did you say you're going to keep it in your pocket? That's what I'm worried about. I haven't come up with a great solution for that yet. Like, are you going to wear it around your neck like a neck whistle? I might. I, it has a it has a thing on it, so I could I could wear it as a necklace. Just keep it tucked in my shirt. All right. Also, before you go, <laughs> yeah. I you guys should practice mm-hmm. in the, like the backyard or whatever. Throw yourself off your back deck uh-huh. and then blow your whistle. Okay, but that might hurt. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could like, I don't aim. I'll throw aim myself land in the, on your Oh, I'll throw myself in the pool. It's, it's cooled Perfect. down enough. Yeah. Yeah. There Perfect. We go. And then I'll have okay. her stand at the end of our road, which is like a mile, and I'll blow the whistle yeah. so she hears me. Yeah. 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 That, I, I, okay. Yeah. I'm going to come down and I'm going to record this too for a safety video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll post it on YouTube. Yep. Like, how to survive uh, falling off a cruise ship clearly this young man survived right it's just yeah. your backyard pool <laughs> my pool we'll throw a door in there i will be like rose on <laughs> rose on the titanic no uh, i'm sorry there's there's no room on this door for you yeah get off all right man let's uh let's move on to oh before we get to weird news uh i forgot yeah. to mention there's there's a new uh, a new thing happening in the alcohol world there is which is before i name this They've been doing this for a little while with other stuff. There's been like uh, hard ciders. There's hard right. lemonades. There's even that one that's like my dad's root beer or something like that or whatever it's called or not my dad's root beer. You know what I'm talking about? My granddad. Oh, I know. Exactly. What's it called? I've had I've had several of them. Not your. It's it's like it's like not your dad's root beer. Not yeah. your dad's orange soda. Not your dad's cream oh, have, soda. Whatever. Oh, they have the cream sodas and orange sodas too. Yep, they have they got dude, they have like three or four. They have like not your dad's cherry soda. It's good. No it's kidding. good stuff. Yeah, I had the uh, I had the root beer one once. It was it was fine. Like it was a good sipper for like one drink. Agreed, agreed. But like when someone shows up with like a six pack of those, I'm like, ooh boy, you're gonna have a rock gut. Like that's not gonna be good. So the the new one that has surfaced, which you went to try and find one and you couldn't. I did. I tried to find some for today, and unfortunately, there's a reason I came back empty-handed. And that is. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought you were going to introduce <laughs> it. The reason is they don't sell it in Pennsylvania. We can't get it here. Yeah. What's up with that? Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe should next we, should we tell everyone like... what it is first? Yeah. What is it, Joe? <laughs> it, it is hard Mountain Dew. Of all the sodas out there. I know, right? Why did they have to make a hard Mountain Dew? I tried, I tried the whole Bush Light uh, Mountain Dew thing together. It was terrible. It, that was terrible for sure. I don't know if this is terrible. I don't know. Like, I, I, okay, here's the thing though. Like, I don't know. I guess you could say this about root beer as well, but but it's never one of those. You, you never grab a Mountain Dew for like a mixer. You know, it's like oh, like I have some whiskey and Mountain Dew, or you know, whatever. Like, it just seems like it never comes up. So why make it the primary flavor, like the mix for a, for a hard version of something? Well, I, I think in this case, and, and I'm just speculating here, not only is there regular, but there's watermelon Baja Blast, which you can only get at Taco Bell, not not the alcoholic version, just Baja Blast in general is sold at Taco Bell, and then Black Cherry. So they did kind of extend the 
they extended the flavor train okay. a little bit here. All right, okay, that actually makes a little more sense to me then, because I I get on board with like a black cherry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or even that Baja Blast one, you know, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's just straight up Mountain Dew. Just does not sound appealing to me. So I don't know. I I won't know until we try it. I know. So I think I'm. I think you can. There's a couple places where they'll sell direct. Mm-hmm. So a couple websites will sell direct as long as you can prove. You know, you you have to attach like your Pennsylvania ID or whatever. All right. Yeah. It just ships them over, huh? Yeah. I'd like. I, I believe it or not, I would like to try it. I know. I mean, me too. I, I know the last thing that Mountain Dew needs is alcohol in it. Yeah, it's like but, uh, what's that like four loco, where it's like energy drink slash alcohol. Yeah, it's right. It's kind of the same. It's in a similar vein to that, but at the same time, I'm very curious. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm trying to think if like Ohio sells any because that's not too far. Take a trip over that way. Maybe go. Maybe uh, meet Breeze somewhere. We'll go. go have, yeah, have, have we'll a hard sit, Mountain Dew somewhere. <laughs> we'll go sit around and sip hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> Oh my God. They're definitely, I think they're marketing to like the younger uh, demographic on that. Like, you know, freshly 21s, like who probably yeah. still drink Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh, I, hey, I found the list. Oh, uh, of what states that sell it? Yep. And anywhere close? Uh, here we go Iowa, Tennessee, Florida, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, Montana, uh, Virginia, and specifically, specifically, Las Vegas, because of course it's sold in Las Vegas. Oh, it has to be. Actually, we're going to Florida uh, shortly here, like like next week. Uh, oh, maybe you can try it. Yeah, we're going down for a couple of days to visit uh, Carrie's brother. And yeah, I will make it a point to find one and try it when I'm down there. I, I, I If you do, I would, I'm definitely interested to see how it is, because I mean, I don't know, I my I am just peak, peak curious at this point. Yeah, I don't know if I could like stick one in my... Uh, in my check bag, bring it back for you. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you could. I could. It's not like you're not, you're not smuggling anything. You're just literally taking a mountain, yeah, mountain a hard dew. mountain dew, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I, I've I've stuck like a half gallon of whiskey in my in my check bag before. So it's fine. <laughs> so I I do want to. I am looking at this though, mm-hmm. and their FAQ is very careful to kind of explain. They don't say it directly, but if you read through the like. The, the questions that people have asked them, they're very careful to kind of explain that this this isn't actually Mountain Dew it, with alcohol added. It is a collaboration with um, with a beer company, and it's not beer either. It's just a, it's a collaboration with a brewer that already knows how to do this kind of stuff. Okay. It seems to me that it's Mountain Dew like with oh. alcohol in it. It's a it's more like um. It certainly seems to be more of a what do you call it? Uh, what, what's so popular these days? Um, I have no idea. The seltzers everybody's drinking. Oh, oh like the White Claws and uh, yeah, or the other ones are. I was listen when I know. They're, oh, like like Bush or Bud Light seltzers and everybody has one. You can't miss them. Yeah, I mean everyone's jumped on the on the seltzer bandwagon. Yep, and they're gross. We've talked about that numerous times. Yeah, you're you're not a fan. I'm I'm probably a bigger fan than you are, but I know you're not a fan of of like the seltzer uh, craze. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> all right, Joe. Let's uh, let's actually move on. All and right. Let's head into weird news. Here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told: the strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal. 
and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Yes. So good. Every time. Love that. All right. So I'm going to have you go first, Joe. All right. Well, this um, this is out of Japan. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of interesting. Okay. So this is not in our back because I know lately we've either been Florida mm-hmm. or right here in Pennsylvania. Right. This is about this is about as far away from us as it gets. I mean, I don't know literally, but you know what I'm saying. So here we go. Japan's oldest toilet damaged in car crash. Wait. What? There you go. <laughs> I know, right? Japan's say that one more time? <laughs> oldest. Japan's oldest toilet damaged in car crash. <laughs> How'd that even happen? Oh, no. Did somebody, like, crash through the building? Yes, that's okay. that's exactly what it was. There was this in my cultural... Mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, they were hauling it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought, too. Like, they were taking it somewhere, like, maybe to another museum. But what happened was there was this cultural and heritage century, a, a, a temple. It was an old Buddhist temple. And... And someone was parked outside of it instead of, I can't remember if it was forward instead of reverse. Okay. He had his vehicle in reverse and didn't realize it, hit the gas, plowed through the temple. Like, cause remember he's like right outside the door of it. Mm. Absolutely wrecks the wall of the temple and plows right into Japan's oldest toilet. Was, was this toilet on display somewhere? Like, was it like in like a glass thing or was it like literally like in, in a bathroom and people still used it? It was in, so this, this temple was set up to, to, or it was, it even was still technically no Where? one was used, no one was using the toilet, but the temple was preserved as an actual setup because it was at one point like as an actual Buddhist temple. And the toilet, as far as I understand, was just kind of like a stone, kind of like the first version of toilets when they started making them like stone um setups okay. basically for you for you to um hang out on so to speak so more like a like a privy like an outhouse kind of vibe almost N- not yes, not the it, way like i'm probably imagining like you know the everyday toilet no no not like a mo- right not like maybe a toilet from like the last 50 60 years right. this was much much older was kind of like a stone setup basically okay. i mean right the precursor to the modern toilet. The only thing it was really missing was the um probably the flush, <laughs> probably the flush and uh and the seat that goes up and down. Okay. So it was just like the it, it was basically like like a stone seat with a hole in it that you probably had a trough under, which is gross, but That's that's the way that I'm taking it. And, okay. the, and the article kind of ends with we will discuss how to restore it in a way that will retain much of its cultural value as possible. <sighs> That's weird that, he, that that's even something that has cultural value. I mean, it's a toilet, but I, I mean, I guess because it's interesting, it's old. Uh, and there probably aren't many of them like that anywhere. So, I mean, I get it why they'd want to kind of hang on to it for, uh, you know, yeah. it's probably like, uh, like people, do people like tour this place? Is that what happens? Yes, that's exactly, it's exactly, that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a cultural site that was, that's been preserved exactly how it was you know, a hun- hundreds of years ago. So they can walk by with probably like a glass enclosed, like, oh, this is, you know, a very like, you know, 1600, yeah. you know, toilet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And this person was parked outside in like the parking lot area, hit reverse instead of gas and plowed right through the wall and into the toilet. 
Wow. I'm sure there's some puns here, which uh, I know. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can think of a couple, but I don't want to. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm trying for a PG rating, Joe. I'm trying to be a good boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, right? Because there are so many things you could say. Oh maybe, yeah, maybe something along the lines of like, uh, uh, boy, that went down the drain. Oh or... yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy, that sure stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's man. a good one. That that is a good one. And and you kept it PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh no! Hold on! Hold on! The guy, <laughs> the driver was flush with embarrassment. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had my my joke drum. Like, where do I even have that on here? Where is that at? Oh, we need the joke drum. I know. I'm so bad at this board. You need your own board. That's what you need. I know. I know. But I'd have to. I'd have to figure out how to work it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh. puns, the turbo puns. Oh yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um, my story. I feel like that was a long, um, uh, let's see. Okay. Mine was from, uh, Indonesia. So, okay. So we're sticking. Yeah. We are we're, we're, overseas we are, on both of these. We are definitely in the Eastern hemisphere on today's weird news. Yeah, so this, okay, the story that I'm going to read is, well, not read, read the whole thing, but it's definitely weird. It's unfortunate, but really the weird part of this story for me was how it was written. So I'm going I'm to pull out a few lines in here that kind of caught me off guard. Okay. Uh, so the headline is, a 22-foot python swallows a grandmother in, in, in an Indonesian jungle. Oh, Wow. Okay, that's whew, that's brutal. Yeah, there's actually a photograph of it, and it's uh, oh, wait seriously, like with the snake with you know a big human you know shape inside oh, of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's a terrible story. This woman did lose her life to a python. You know, in in the story that you talk about how you know how the python does work, uh, but it does, yeah. So as a lot of you may know, like they'll, they'll squeeze you and they'll constrict you until you can't breathe anymore. You die. And then, then it eats you. So it didn't like eat her alive. Right, right, right. But the, like I said, the, the, the part of this that I thought was weird was, uh, let me find it here. Okay. Let's see. Here it is. Okay. It says on Monday, the husband returned to the area with a search team. And then there it was a monster Python with a bulge as if it had just just crushed a pack of beers and chicken wings. I'm like, what? What? Why? Why she, write it that? She what became, does that even mean? She became a massive meal for this pig. I'm like, this seems really insensitive th that they would actually write that in there. There was some, I should have, I should have highlighted these or something. Uh, Cause there was like, there was one more too. They, they keep referring to this, this, uh, this big pig of a, of a Python. And just, just these weird references to what it looked like. The fact that it looked like it pounded beers and ate a bunch of chicken wings seems so, like, so unprofessionally written. Yeah, it's just, it's just bizarre. If it was like a, if it had eaten like a, a deer or something, like, okay, maybe use that as like a funny, you know, reference. But not when it's somebody's grandmother. Like, seriously, like. I don't, I just don't get the, I just don't get the framing there you know why why for like the like kind of the jab the funny like haha like i'm gonna make this part like a little bit funny yeah no no don't do that whoever wrote this and actually cleared it to be written that way 
should be in trouble. Because I mean, is- maybe maybe the maybe the I don't. This is just a swing and in a miss, probably. Maybe the maybe the cultural sensitivity is different. You know, perhaps I don't know. But that's just it. Does seem really it does seem really out of place, doesn't it? It does seem really out of place. That's what. So when I was reading, it, I was like, oh man, this is such a shame. Like this is terrible. Yeah, you know, I feel so bad. And I read that line. I'm like, what? What is that? I'm like, why would they write that? I know. Well, that's just so. That's almost like the weird news itself, right? It is. The weird news is 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 the fact that how it was written to me. Like it was, yeah, that's yeah. If you if you even Google it and check out the the article, you know, you know, just Google twenty two foot python eats woman. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll find it. But uh, how how bizarre how bizarre times bizarre. two, right? Yeah, <laughs> how, bizarre? how bizarre. Yeah, yeah. But that is this is very that is a weird story and very weirdly written. Yeah, so there was other things in there too, but yeah, that that's my weird news. Yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think of much else. Uh, oh, you know, oh, there's actually comments. I never read the comments. Oh no. Well, I mean, you're supposed to either always read the comments or never read the comments. I know. Like I'm wondering. Uh, oh, don't say effed up. Uh, shit like that. Um, oh yeah, don't be an un. Oh my god, don't be an un unsympathetic shitty person. Oh, uh, was that somebody that's wrote one of the this first comments? Yeah. Oh my god, somebody did say okay. Yeah, it says, but but uh, storytelling about an elderly woman being eaten by python, presumably harsh conditions, uh, and referring to her dead body in the python's belly as beer and chicken wings is effed up. Uh, amongst the other stupid shit you wrote, uh, this article may never may never reach the family in Indonesia, but if it did, the grieving family would be mortified. Yeah, they would. See, somebody else thought, thought the same thing I did too. Thank is, you. Yeah. Okay. So that. Okay. I'm just thinking, yeah, that's just a, just the wrong way to write that article. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Connie, who left that reply. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, that That's weird news for the week. That's, I think that's going to be our show for the week. What do you think? You got anything else? I do not have – I don't have anything else. I mean, weird news is just – this is such a – what I mean, you never know what you're going to get. No. No, it's uh, – it's, it's, it's That's why it's the weird news. Yeah, it's either funny, ha-ha – you know, aliens, some Bigfoot, you know, whatever. Yeah, that one was. I will. I will say this week. I am glad. I'm glad that we avoided. We gave Florida a break this week. Well, they deserve it. They've they've had a lot of a lot of problems. They have. Lately. They've had a lot of problems, and you're heading. I mean, and and you're heading down there. So now they have even more problems coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out, Florida. Hey, remember, we don't. I don't want to be doing this show. The weird news is. Yeah, man falls overboard during cruise, saved by whistle. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, dude! That, okay, for I don't want, I don't want to fall overboard, but that would be, you know, I'm gonna jinx myself. I, I just, I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I tell you what, that would be some weird news. I hope if someone does go overboard, not me, uh, they have a whistle, and that does make headlines, because then it would at least prove my point that the whistle right. could save your life. You can say, see, I told you. I have mine right here. It's, yeah. it's right here. Yeah, check out season five, episode two. I talked all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can prove it. It's It's been recorded. Yeah, which, by the way, we are in a new season. We have not even mentioned that yet. Again, not that it matters, but you know, we're into season five now. Yeah, we're, season five. Episode, this, this is episode two, right? I believe so, yeah. Right. Yeah, we just we just cruise right into season five, episode one last, last week and didn't even mention it. I thought about no, it afterwards. Been, I'm like, yeah, we never talked about that. I mean, I think, I think when I we wrote it in the when we wrote the description for the episode, I definitely put in there 
you know, this is the first episode of like season five or whatever, yeah. or, or you put in there and then, and then, and then like, we filled like it nothing, out. But like, like nothing has changed. Just the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to season five where everything is the same. Yeah. Pretty much like, Oh, we, we don't have new people, new guests, new topics. No, no. Same, same kind of vibe, same stuff. So when are we, Oh, you know what, Joe, we actually have a, uh, we'll make a quick announcement. Yeah. Uh, we do have something on the schedule coming up, which is very exciting. Uh, as long as this, uh, actually happens on the episode that comes out on november 21st we will have the episode that we've been trying to have for quite some time which should be as long as the schedules align right we're gonna have the one with the wives that's right and we're we're gonna play the newlywed game for an hour yes well maybe for a few <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe uh you know 15 20 minutes but yeah, that's the plan. We're gonna we're coming up there and bringing my equipment up, and we're gonna we're gonna sit down with the wives and have a four person sure. show. That's right. And yeah, test our test our marital knowledge of each other, <laughs> or lack of knowledge. Yeah. Who know? Who knows? Yeah, we may have to employ like Breeze or somebody to uh, yeah to be the host for that little to call in or something. He might have right. He might have to be an impartial an impartial judge. Yeah, actually, you know, next time we talk to him, we'll have to put him on the case. Like, all right, start thinking up some yep. some questions, and we'll have to figure out how we're gonna like write them down, like like the newlywed game. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't come across like a terrible uh, you know episode audio wise. Like, but I think it'll still be fun no matter what. I I think we I think we should we should be okay. We got plenty of mics, and uh, I've got enough. Uh, the basement has enough stuff in it to absorb sound. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, should be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that episode. I and, am uh, too. On the next show that we have coming out, uh, I'll report back from Florida and let you know how that went. All right. So, all right, guys, thanks for checking us out again, and we'll see you on the next one. Talk to you next time. <laughs>